Hello, and welcome to The Journey, a daily podcast reading through the Bible. Thank you so much for joining us today. As you listen, we're going to be using the New Living Translation of God's Word. Let's start today's reading. I'm going to be reading 2 Samuel chapter 7 today. When King David was settled in his palace, and the Lord had given him rest from all the surrounding enemies, the king summoned Nathan the prophet. Look, David said, I'm living in a beautiful cedar palace, but the ark of God is out there in a tent. Nathan replied to the king, Go ahead and do whatever you have in your mind, for the Lord is with you. But that same night the Lord said to Nathan, Go and tell my servant David, This is what the Lord has declared. Are you the one to build a house for me to live in? I have never lived in a house from the day I brought the Israelites out of Egypt until this very day. I have always moved from one place to another with a tent and a tabernacle as my dwelling. Yet no matter where I have gone with the Israelites, I have never once complained to to Israel's tribal leaders, the shepherds of my people Israel. I have never asked them, Why haven't you built me a beautiful cedar house? Now go and say to my servant David, This is what the Lord of heaven's armies has declared. I took you from tending sheep in the pasture and selected you to be the leader of my people Israel. I have been with you wherever you have gone, and I have destroyed all your enemies before your eyes. Now I will make your name as famous as anyone who has ever lived on the earth, and I will provide a homeland for my people Israel planting them in a secure place where they will never be disturbed. Evil nations won't oppress them as they've done in the past, starting from the time I appointed judges to rule my people Israel. And I will give you rest from your enemies. Furthermore, the Lord declares that he will make a house for you, a dynasty of kings. For when you die and are buried with your ancestors, I will raise up one of your descendants, your own offspring, and I will make his kingdom strong. He is the one who will build a house, a temple for my name. And I will secure his royal throne forever. I will be his father, and he will be my son. If he sins, I will correct and discipline him with the rod, like any father would do. But my favor will not be taken from him as I took it from Saul, whom I removed from your sight. Your house and your kingdom will continue before me for all time, and your throne will be secure forever. So Nathan went back to David and told him everything the Lord said in this vision. Then King David went in and sat before the Lord and prayed, 
Who am I, O sovereign Lord, and what is my family that you have brought me this far? And now, sovereign Lord, in addition to everything else, you speak of giving your servant a lasting dynasty. Do you deal with everyone this way, O sovereign Lord? What more can I say to you? You know what your servant is really like, O sovereign Lord. Because of your promise and according to your will, you have done all these great things and have made them known to your servant. How great you are, O sovereign Lord. There is no one like you. We have never even heard of another God like you. What other nation on earth is like your people, Israel? What other nation, O God, have you redeemed from slavery to be your own people? You made a great name for yourself when you redeemed your people from Egypt. You performed awesome miracles and drove out the nations and gods that stood in their way. You made Israel your very own people forever, and you, O Lord, became their God. And now, O Lord God, I am your servant. Do as you have promised concerning me and my family. Confirm it as a promise that will last forever, and may your name be honored forever, so that everyone will say, The Lord of heaven's armies is God over Israel. And may the house of your servant David continue before before you forever. O Lord of heaven's armies, God of Israel, you have been bold enough to I have been bold enough to pray this prayer to you because you have revealed all this to your servant saying, I will build a house for you, a dynasty of kings. For you are God, O sovereign Lord. Your words are truth, and you have promised these good things to your servant. And now may it please you to bless the house of your servant, so that it may continue forever before you. For you have spoken, and when you grant a blessing to your servant, O sovereign Lord, it is an eternal blessing. The parallel passage is found in 1 Chronicles chapter 17. When David was settled in his palace, he summoned Nathan the prophet. Look, David said, I am living in this beautiful cedar palace, but the ark of the Lord's covenant is out there under a tent. Nathan replied to David, Do whatever you have in mind, for God is with you. But that same night, God said to Nathan, Go and tell my servant David, This is what the Lord has declared. You are not the one to build a house for me to live in. I have never lived in a house from the day I brought the Israelites out of Egypt until this very day. My home has always been a tent, moving from one place to another in a tabernacle. Yet no matter where I have gone with the Israelites, I have never once complained to Israel's leaders, the shepherds of my people. I have never asked them, Why haven't you built me a beautiful cedar house? Now go and say to my servant David, This is what the Lord of heaven's armies has declared. 
I took you from tending sheep in the pasture and selected you to be the leader of my people Israel. I have been with you wherever you have gone, and I have destroyed all your enemies before your eyes. Now I will make your name as famous as anyone who has ever lived on the earth, and I will provide a homeland for my people Israel, planting them in a secure place where they will never be disturbed. Evil nations won't oppress them as they've done in the past, starting from the time I appointed judges to rule my people Israel. I will defeat all your enemies. Furthermore, I declare that the, that the Lord will build a house for you, a dynasty of kings. For when you die and join your ancestors, I will raise up one of your descendants, one of your sons, and I will make his kingdom strong. He is the one who will build a house, a temple for me. And I will secure his throne forever. I will be his father and he will be my son. I will never take my favor from him as I took it from the one who ruled before you. I will confirm him as king over my house and my kingdom for all time, and his throne will be secure forever. So Nathan went back to David and told him everything the Lord had said in this vision. Then King David went in and sat before the Lord and prayed, Who am I, O Lord, God, and what is my family? that you have brought me this far. And now, O God, in addition to everything else, you speak of giving your servant a lasting destiny, dynasty. You speak as though I were someone very great, O Lord God. What more can I say to you about the way that you have honored me? You know what your servant is really like. For the sake of your servant, O Lord, and according to your will, you have done all these great things and have made them known. O Lord, there is no one like you. We have never even heard of another God like you. What other nation on earth is like your people, Israel? What other nation, O God, have you redeemed from slavery to be your own people? You made a great name for yourself when you redeemed your people from Egypt. You performed awesome miracles and drove out the nations that stood in their way. You chose Israel to be your own people forever. And you, O Lord, became their God. And now, O Lord, I am your servant. Do as you have promised concerning me and my family. May it be a promise that will last forever. And may your name be established and honored forever so that everyone will say, the Lord of heaven's armies, the God of Israel, is Israel's God. And may the house of your servant David continue before you forever. Oh, my God, I have been bold enough to pray to you because you have revealed to your servant that you will build a house for him, a dynasty of kings. 
For you are God, O Lord. And you have promised these things, these good things, to your servant. And now it has pleased you to bless the house of your servant so that it will continue forever before you. For when you grant a blessing, O Lord, it is an eternal blessing. In these chapters that we have read today, we see that King David looks at his life. He looks at his home and he recognizes that he has been blessed with a great palace and yet he sees the ark of God in a tent. And this bothers David so much so that he has a desire to build a temple to the Lord, a house rather than a tent. And even Nathan the prophet agrees. Nathan thinks that this is a great idea, just as David believes it is a great idea. But the message of the Lord is very different. God says, no. Not that he is opposed to having a building that is a temple, but David himself is unsuitable to do this this task. It would fall upon David's son to build a temple. And so this is something that we should think about in our own lives. Because if if building a temple had been so important, if God needed a house to live in, an earthly house to live in, Then when David proposed this idea, it would have been done right away. Or it would have been done when the people had come into the land of Israel. If it was so important to have a a temple, a place of worship for God, then God would have mandated for it to happen. And yet that's not the case. God does not reject having a temple reality is it's just not as important as David thought, as Nathan thought, and as we sometimes think. We don't have the temple that houses the Ark of God, but we do have church buildings, and there's nothing inherently wrong with having a church building, but that's not where God dwells. And God certainly doesn't need it. We can worship God anywhere, and we should. So this is not a rejection against building anything, but it is a constant reminder that worshiping God doesn't need a building, doesn't need a room. It just needs people who are willing to serve God. God faithfully and to worship him with all of our hearts. So the next time that you might come into a church building, be thankful that we can have such a place. Be grateful that the Lord did not reject something like this for our sake. But remember that worship in the Lord does not need to have walls and a roof. 
We don't need to have these things. As long as we've got the Lord, we have everything that we need. Thank you again for joining us for the journey. Please be sure to share this podcast. Today's reading was from the New Living Translation of the Holy Bible and used with permission. Have a blessed day, and we hope that you'll join us again tomorrow.